Hi, this is Vanessa Sunshine. Hi, this is Alicia. Hi, I'm Georgia Love. I'm Osha Ginsberg. If you're listening to the sound of my voice, you are on the Bachelor of Hearts podcast. What do you do with an arts degree? I'm still not sure I know. I skipped three years worth of lectures just to binge watch awful shows. There must be some scholarship for accruing worthless knowledge. It's my only talent, honey. That and losing money. Let your excess hex debts rest and then just join us while we start on our bachelor. Bachelor. Hello. Welcome back to the Bachelor of Hearts podcast, the Bachelor Australia podcast that asked the question, how much can we make out of 172 seconds of Bachelor Australia preview content? <laughs> You're about to find out, baby. The Bachelor Australia returns in earnest in less than two weeks, and now so do we. Hello. You have found the Bachelor of Hearts podcast, a Bachelor Australia podcast from me, Max Quinn, and my friend Xavier Rebetsky noonan Hi, Xavier. Hey, Max. It's great to be back. How are you doing? I'm so happy to be back, and welcome back to you if you are joining us. If this is your first time, here are the cliff notes. Number one, we are the 13th most listened to film and television podcast in the whole damn country. Top 13, Xavier. I will say that is accurate as of last year this year obviously we're number one baby we are number one look if this was australian idol we would uh, legit be on the compilation cd would be rising up it's very (laughs) good uh here we go uh number two we are two very medium educated educated boys can't even say the word two medium educated boys that's right we know everything about the hit patricia arquette drama series that aired at 8 30 p.m (laughs) wednesdays on channel 10 throughout Medium. my adolescence very good very good uh and that's what we're going to be talking about every week on <laughs> medium of <Hearts. laughs> what's the relationship between Pat- patricia and david uh ex-marriage marriage uh-huh. i don't know don't know look this okay. is well is this is the limit we've reached the limit of what we know already <laughs> welcome listeners it's a very short podcast where we yep. discuss what we know about the TV show medium up until the point where we run out of things we know about the TV show medium. And then we say goodbye and thanks for listening. Well, you say, gotta go. Thanks for listening. Join our Facebook group. Rate, review and subscribe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, look, so we are right here two weeks out from the July 21 premiere talking all things Jimmy with you. We will be with you throughout the season. We'll probably do this spiel again in a couple of weeks. We do, number three, try to break down everything that we're shown within the parameters of the reality TV show. So we look into the muddy puddle that is this beautiful, stupid franchise that we do love so dearly. And we talk about what we see in the reflection. So that means that if you would like to sip on some tea about what's happening with the contestants in the outside world or uh, get the inside scoop on what has happened behind the scenes in the mansion, there are so many good other pods that can give you that. We mm. orbit those shows. We love those shows. We exist as a complement to them. It can all be part of your required reading. Xavi, is there anything else that you can think of? Yeah, well, I think our show exists uh, within the ecosystem as a as a sort of friendlier look in some ways. Friendlier. Where we, well, I think we, we do. We try and find the heart in it, and I think we celebrate the things that we like about it. Uh, whilst also having a healthy dose of skepticism about the things that we wish were better about it. 
Yeah, certainly. And I think that there can be room for both. And that's the line that we try to toe here on the BOH pod. So we are so stoked to to be here and to be having you with us. If you do like what's happening, you want to connect with our little community, the best place to do so is via the Bachelor of Hearts OSH posting group on Facebook. You might even see some former contestants hanging around, shooting the shit in there. Uh, fun place to catch up on all the little news while we are in between the big newses. Somehow that has become like... I don't like Facebook. I don't use Facebook for anything else. No. But somehow, uh, due to the wonderful people who listen to our podcast, the beautiful community that we've built over the past five years of doing this show, uh, that's become a really wonderful place to hang out and, uh, you know, shoot the shit. And that's, yeah, like you were saying, I think it's a great place where we can talk about the stuff that we would love to cover in an episode, but maybe wouldn't get time for. So, like, when... Who got a really unfortunate new haircut? Oh, no. Matt Agnew, ex-Bachelor mm. of the show, got a good haircut. Mm. And that fucking lit up my phone all day. It was all I could think about. We haven't had a chance to address that on the pod. Uh, I would argue it's not podworthy. Well, I would argue by virtue of me bringing it up, we actually have to spend the next 15 <laughs> to 20 minutes talking about it. Great. What'd you like about it? It's long. It's mm. floppy. Is mm-hmm. he wearing guy liner? Does it work? Would he have had more success on his series if he perhaps rocked this look? Look at this All deep of open V. Look, when I say 15 to 20 minutes, I'm spinning it off into my own side podcast. I'm going to do it on my own. It's going to be a long monologue. Max, you don't have to, you don't have to be there. Uh, it's a daily good, podcast. Long, yeah, long monologue with no one listening. Uh, I'm really happy for you, Conan O'Brien. That's right. That's me. Mm. Wait, that's like the most listened to podcast in the world, though. Oh, true, true. No, I meant the show. Of course, it ended. No one oh, was I understand. Yeah, yeah, you see. Uh, look, there's lots to come for you here on the Bachelor of Hearts podcast. We are going to break down your very first glimpse of the brand new season. You will also meet some of the ladies uh, who will be vying to sit on Jimmy's cock cockpit um <laughs> is that what we're going too easy mm-hmm. too easy uh mm-hmm. we will talk through the huge news about brooke blurton as this season's bachelorette plus xavier has been putting in some true extracurricular boh research and this very important segment up soon is COVID a hoax Ooh, uh one former con- one former contestant for sure thinks he has the answer <laughs> Just to be clear, we're not talking about us. We're, we're pretty... We, we have a... I feel like a new listener to this would be like, hmm, I don't know what podcast I downloaded. Listener, stick with us. Uh, the the juice will be worth the squeeze in this case. Xavier, my mm. friend, what is your news? Tell us, catch us up. We've been, we've been apart for a little bit. That's the thing is um, as much as the top of this episode is dedicated to our beautiful new listeners, there's also a lot of Zave heads out there who I'm sure mm. are wondering, like, you know, we have done many episodes of this show in the past, but it has also been a little while since we recorded. Um, yep. Last time we weren't even speaking about the Bachelor TV show, and you can find that episode in your feed if you're curious. Uh, a part of a planned series that didn't go ahead, but it's been a while. Is my is my you know what I'm saying? And so we have a lot to catch up on. Um, so yeah, I watched Shallow Hal. Oh yeah, yeah, it's bad. <laughs> Shallow how bad. This yeah. is good. This is good news. Yeah. Usually we come back and you're like, do you know what? I've just seen the most incredible movie. It's called Cats. Um, and Cats this time you watch Shallow Hell. What did you hate about Shallow Hell? Uh, well, the parts between when I turned it on and when I turned it off were probably the worst parts. Oh, good. Okay. As a humongous fan of Jack Black. 
Yeah. Uh, I found it truly intolerable. Oh, good. Mm. Um, okay. Well, what look, about you? What's some... new with you? Okay. Look, I got uh, I got Max Quinated. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Maybe we should, we should stump up to this and we should say um, both of us have, in fact, had a dose. That's true. We are, I think we're kind of showing our privilege a little bit here. When you are a podcaster and when you record a podcast about The Bachelor, you get offered the Pfizer vaccine. They they, just send it to you in the mail. They rolled it out to us. We're in that A1 group Mm. um, and we're, you know, it's privilege. That's all we can say is, you know. Uh, we don't have to join a private school or uh, whatever it is to get get part of that first. Or I don't have to uh, be an elderly person or whatever it is. Yeah, um, look, uh, I think the the key thing that I learned is that you've just got to smize while you fires. You know, you got to take the selfie. Mm, mm. It's big stuff. I went fine. I feel great. And uh, do you know what else I've realized, Abby? What's that? I love Microsoft. <laughs> you know, it's nothing funny. better. Than using the Microsoft suite of products and services while you're freebasing that 5G. Am I right? Let me let me make this very clear to our listeners. This is not a bit. I am recording on a Windows computer for the mm. first time in the history of this podcast. Mm. And we have never sounded better. Yummy. Things have never flown or... What's the word? Things have never gone smoother as They're evidenced humming. by my brain power and ability to generate sentences. <laughs> Xavier, do you have more RAM? I feel like I am juiced. I feel mm. like I'm supercharged. I feel like the NOS is firing. Um, and I truly feel like I'm amongst family. Yeah, look, we are modern modems here on the BOH pod. It is our big personal news. And it's also a wonderful segue into a brand new jingle for the podcast this year, Xavier. <laughs> Not a uh, new segment, just a new jingle. <laughs> It'll all make sense in a minute. Hit it. What's Bell done this time? Yes. Woo-hoo! First glimpse of the new season, brand new Bachelorette. It makes total sense for us to start here with Bill, Michael, Goldsmith, and this brand new segment. What's Bill done this time? So, Bill Goldsmith, if you remember, he was on the show, what, two, three years ago now? Ali's season of The Bachelorette. Right. And uh, and he is a looming figure um, over... I guess I don't know how to explain this. A looming figure over BOH Nation, to Mm. be real. You know, he uh, also had his own stint on Bachelor in Paradise Season 2. Am I right in remembering that he kind of started off seeming all right, and then it was kind of a downward slope? That's correct. Yeah. 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 It was sort of like, it was a masterful editing uh, job in in the sense that we you start off you go oh Bill's all right and then mm. by the end of it you're like oh no Bill there's a yeah. lot going on here mm. he is the big dog from the dog park Xavi and he also thinks coronavirus is a hoax yeah so Bill something that has has really struck me over the course of the the last year or so particularly of the pandemic that we're all mm. living through that affects all of us in our day to day lives. It's called coronavirus or COVID-19. You've got to check it out. It's wild. Um, is that we do this podcast where we talk about The Bachelor. And mm. one of the main prizes of being on The Bachelor or The Bachelor. Prizes? <laughs> Unfortunately, not in this case, I don't think. One of the main prizes, obviously, the main prize being ending up with the, you know, person you want to or whatever. Burning the Falling eternal love, flame. That kind of thing. Yes. Uh, the other main prize, I would say, is 
fame and glory in the <laughs> realm of the internet. And uh, so we cut, we throughout the years of doing this podcast have accumulated so many of these figures who were once on the bachelor or bachelorette, but are now people who post on the internet. That's kind of where you want to end up is you get yep. to be what's called an influencer and mm. you get to, you know, post thinly veiled advertisements for things and try out new different skincare products every week and uh, eat exclusively hello fresh meals and sounds that good kind to of me thing. well honestly i like i like skin and i yep. like food <laughs> but i think you know we it's interesting because the we try to talk mostly about the things that take place on the tv show this is true but i think we have ignored for too long uh the ways that people leverage their power and success that is given to them and afforded to them by appearing on these shows. And the the case of Bill Goldsmith, we've touched on it a, a couple of times before on the podcast, but I feel like it deserves perhaps a little bit of a closer eye. So I'm glad that we have this segment and particularly uh, Bill Michael Goldsmith's Instagram stories. are They're pretty wild. Hmm. We are not interested necessarily in like policing what people post on their Instagram every single week or anything like that. It's not our job to do that. Like it's murky territory, I guess. Um, but also it is interesting to see, particularly with Bill, like the mask is slipping or, you know, like the... What it, mask? Well, yeah, that's the thing. But I, I feel like this is a very deliberate attempt to... A few years out from his peak of relevance as a so as a uh, television star, to leverage that into a specific kind of social media audience, um, and I also don't want it to seem like we're targeting someone unnecessarily. Um, but I think, as you'll hear in the following moments, there are some things that need to be discussed. Oh, there are certainly some topics that will be raised for discussion. We are definitely not in the business of defaming anybody. I am, though, uh, very much in the business of defaming the novel coronavirus, which has killed almost 4 million people worldwide. Yeah, which I'm is frankly why, uh... not a fan of it. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. mind saying it. It's why my eyebrow was raised when Bill posed this question to his followers. Number one, do you think COVID is a load of shit? Mm. Xavier, you can answer. I feel like Bill feels comfortable playing a character of someone who is just asking questions. I feel like this is something that you see a lot from people who, uh, you know, hold quote unquote controversial views, but wish to still be accepted, generally speaking, by a mainstream audience and, uh, you know, be thought of as free thinkers and people who think outside the box and don't Renegades. just take what's handed to them. And, and that, stuff that stuff yeah. is great. That stuff is great. But... The, the snowball is gathering more snow. <laughs> and so what we saw just a couple of days ago, maybe a week ago on July 1st, uh, Bill Goldsmith posting on his Instagram, after posting a few things about COVID being a crock of shit, I've had so many people in agreement with me. So poll time. Do you think COVID is a load of shit? Feels a little loaded. In my experience... Having not had the coronavirus, <laughs> I've still observed a lot of its uh, effects. Yeah, it's um, sadness. Yeah, and I, uh, you know, on some level, I want to say it's a load of shit in the sense that it's like, 
oh man, that new movie that came out was a load of, you know, like it's I think Shallow, Shallow, Shallow Howl, Howl is a load yeah. of shit. Right. But I am aware that it exists. <laughs> I acknowledge its presence. Yeah, you acknowledge that Shallow Howl is a real thing that happens in the world. And that its damaging effects can be avoided if we take the appropriate actions. And yeah. if government at the highest level is able to step in and uh, and help us to fight the menace that is Shallow Howl, that would be even better. Okay, so uh, question number two that Bill has posed to his followers. You feel welcome to answer, Xavier, although we do know the answer. Get the mm. vaccine. Yeah, I mean, in my experience, having had one of the shots of the vaccine, uh, I have not seen any of Shallow House since that took place. <laughs> so I can attest to its effectiveness. Very oh, good. And uh, Are we look, talking about what his audience has said in response to these things? I think we can get there uh, at the end of this because we do have to read out question three first. Is mm. there a pedophile ring attached to the elite that run the world? In my experience... Come on. I don't... I mean, I don't know. I have Come on. I don't... I don't think so. I think this is a whole thing, Max. Mm. Are you aware mm. of... Are you aware of the whole thing that this reminds me of? Oh, I'm very aware of the uh, of the whole thing that this reminds you of. And I do actually have a question for you, Zave. Mm-hmm. This one, not posted to Bill's stories, not mm-hmm. responded to by his audience. Just for just from one, one to one here, you to me, me to you. Sure. Is there a vaccine against people using their platform to post QAnon rhetoric online? <sighs> I think the scientists are still working on it. There mm. is something that you can do, which is to not follow Bill Goldsmith on social media. Might be encouraged. It's kind of a mask kind of solution, you know what <laughs> well, I mean? Is there a mask, though? Well, I mean, in Bill's world, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing. Yeah, look, all of this belongs to uh, the... Uh, QAnon conspiracy theory world that has become so prescient, so prominent since the prescient coronavirus. Prescient is an interesting <laughs> word. I said prescient. <laughs> prescient since... means like they saw a lot of important stuff coming. Oh dear. Oh no. <laughs> what have I done? Well, do you know what Bill's right? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, look. Uh, and so are 56% of his audience who said, yes, there is a pedophile ring attached to the elite that run the world. Yeah, and when asked... Uh, when when Bill asked his followers if they should get the vaccine, you know, if if they were going to, if they wanted to, fifty two percent said no. Ah, mm. look, we don't we don't love it. We are absolutely not, as I said, in the business of uh, defaming anybody. Post what you want, but I will also say that uh, uh, as a human being, you also have the power and the agency to suck the air out of whatever conspiracy you so choose. And so this is us just pushing out into the universe with our little platform here. This is nonsense, right? Fuck that yes. noise. Fuck COVID. Get jabbed by Microsoft. Let's move on. Yes. And uh, if this segment is to uh, continue, it will only be things of this nature pop their heads up again <laughs> we hope that it does not um but yeah i mean god what a mess the thing is the worlds of social media and the bachelor are intertwined by their very nature absolutely they're so linked in the modern day yes even if you get eliminated night one you still win a prize you go home with the consolation prize of maybe a couple hundred maybe a couple thousand Maybe followers, a baby. couple of hundred thousand followers. And this is so much a big part of the reason that people go onto the show. Um, it is nice to believe that there is 
there are other reasons that people go onto the show as well. And sometimes we believe that stuff very convincingly. But you can't ignore that the worlds, particularly I would say up until up until recently, the worlds of The Bachelor and Instagram have been completely intertwined. Mm. And I'm curious that the world of social media is changing, Max. Are you aware of this? It certainly is. Yes. Have you heard of this new thing called Ting Tonk? Ting Tonk. Yeah. Yes. Uh, maybe we should maybe we should segue into this now. Let's do it. Let's Ting Tonk away. Okay. So the the newly the newly announced Bachelorette, the forthcoming Bachelorette for later this year, Brooke Blurton. Who... Forthcoming? I thought she was like the seventh coming. <laughs> Good, Max Quinn. <laughs> great stuff, Max. Uh, we like her a lot. We think mm. she's great. She, uh, among cool. other things, is the first openly queer bachelorette. She, uh, in anywhere, I think. We have heard, we've been told, it's been hinted that her dating pool will contain people of many genders. I, that's not unfair to say. That's part no, of the marketing. True. Yeah. Yes. Uh, she is also a proud Indigenous Australian woman, which is fantastic. Um, I There hasn't really been one of the, those types of people being the bachelorette no being the bachelorette look this is this is a huge this is momentous stuff and uh yeah look it rules that brooke who is uh, a long-term fan favorite yes is going to get her shot at love uh through this franchise if you recall she uh was the third place runner-up to nick cummins the honey badger in his season right. had a uh, a soiree with alex nation on bachelor in paradise mm. then uh, left paradise, fell in love. That relationship has now ended, and we are ready to see more Brooke on the TV. This is big. This is progressive. This is a huge responsibility, also for Channel Ten, and I'm so excited that they are, are, are diving in and, and taking this hopefully very, very seriously. Yeah, Xavier, what what is what is it with the Ting Tonks? Oh, well, the reason that I bring, I mean, you know, yes, I think Brooke is incredible. I don't want to minimize any of the other ways that she is very cool. Um, and the ways that she is uh, creating a new space for this franchise to move into. Um, but I would say an, a somewhat underlooked way, maybe, uh, is that she is, as far as I am aware, I, I wrote this down for us to talk about it like two months ago when it happened, and now it mm-hmm. feels a little less hot button and topical. But uh, in May of this year, she posted the first TikTok from a sitting... Uh, from a reigning batching. <laughs> and, you know, it is a TikTok that explicitly references the fact that she is going to be the batchy. I think particularly when we look around the world, <laughs> when we look around the world, what am I talking about? Which we often when, do. When we look at the American Bachelor or the mm. American Bachelorette, the currently reigning American Bachelorette, mm-hmm. obviously America is where this franchise started in 2002. Katie Thurston is the currently reigning bachelorette in America. And she we has Thurston a... Thurston for Thurston? Well, yeah. We Thurston I mean, for Thurston? Honestly, that's kind of her whole vibe. Great. You should watch this season if you haven't seen any of it yet. Haven't touched it. Uh, her main thing when she was on The Bachelor is she came out of the limo holding a dildo or a vibrator or something. Cool. And like, she was like seventh... She, she came really low on the totem pole. Like she was sent home pretty early, but she made such a huge impression. And also the other reason that she, I would argue, was given the top spot is that she is very big on TikTok. Aha. Uh-huh. And so we are seeing this shift 
that I am so excited to see Brooke Burton is a is a part of. Instagram and The Bachelor have lived hand in hand for over a decade. QAnon and The Bachelor have lived <laughs> hand in hand for a hot minute. But you know what I mean, right? Like that's the career path. Once you're mm-hmm. off this show, apart from being invited to come back on the show now and then or spinoffs or whatever. Uh, but Instagram is not capturing young people in the same way that TikTok is. Certainly. And I think that Instagram's audience is aging. And therefore, if The Bachelor cannot pivot, it will also have an audience that is just aging and eventually will disappear. Well, okay. So I have two things to, to say about this. So the the first one is that uh, you're right in that it is important for Brooke to be on TikTok and to be on all of these platforms because it brings her sustained visibility, which is huge as particularly as the first queer bachelorette, as an indigenous woman, as someone who represents a lot of the things that we love and have loved about this franchise in the past. Mm-hmm. The second thing I am uh, sus that we can have both. And I think that there is enough evidence to show that there is adoption of both Instagram and TikTok among young people. Although definitely TikTok is the, um, the forebearer now is the standard rather than uh, what Instagram was a number of years ago. I totally agree. I totally agree. And I think we're in a space that we'll probably be in for at least a a handful of years where both things exist. Maybe other things will pop in and come and go. Um, But this is a baby step. It is the first drop in what will soon, in my opinion, become an ocean. Uh, And... If this franchise, it feels to me, if this franchise is going to continue, mm. among things like embracing other sexuality, um, you know, uh, different genders and people of different racial backgrounds, different cultural backgrounds, uh, it needs to also embrace. It feels pretty reductive to put this on the same level of those things, but like we have been hopping on about the need for the franchise to embrace those things for five years in our podcast. Uh, I am hoping that with an attempt to target a younger audience, they will also hand in hand try and provide some of the things that I assume and I believe that a younger audience will demand from the show. Absolutely. I think, though, that that is something that's going to come from the personalities rather than the brand itself, Mm. because there is nothing that I can think of that would be uh, harder than to be a brand like The Bachelor trying to work out how we're going to monetize and become um, relevant on a platform like that, which is like basically short form video of, of you know, look, I, I don't want to be too reductive about it, but short form video of people being, being performers. And mm. uh, what you have as a bat as the bachelor is this whole brand behind you, but it's never been harder to just post an image with a caption, you know, in that space. I agree, but that actually makes me really excited in the sense that a lot of the time, I guess particularly in the earlier history of this franchise, it has been about your look and then it has been about your personality. Totally. If there is a world in which the personality, I mean, obviously TikTok people are looking at you, you still have to be very hot to go on Bachelor, to be on TikTok, any of this stuff. Yeah. It's not not made for folks like me and you. Actually, no, you're very beautiful and I, I love you a lot and you're wonderful to look at. And everyone I'm should great at, great at dancing as well. Thank you. Oh, you uh, do the glitch 
what's that new one? Nope. Mm, we shouldn't. I'm showing my fucking <laughs> ancient age. Um, but anyway, I have no cap on this conversation. I'm just very interested to see what this means. It feels, it felt two months ago when she posted it. She hasn't posted any TikToks since then. So I'm like, oh, mm. did it tank? What does that mean? Uh, but I am excited for what felt to me like a very momentous thing. I texted you in the middle of the night. I was like, Max, you'll never look believe it. <laughs> <laughs> and here we are, two months later, uh-huh. talking about it finally. Yes, now, indeed. look, the you're right in that it is uh, momentous for the franchise because of Brooke, and it's also momentous in the evolution of Bachelor, Bachelorette marketing and, and personal brand marketing for these supposed contestants. And I'm excited to see, as you, see, as you say, how we get to learn more about these women and their personalities based on uh, a platform that requires more from them. Mm. Um, so, yeah, look, that's that's cool. It's big news. Well, I've got some more big news for you, Xavier. Oh, really? We got our first look at new Bachelor, Jimmy Nicholson. Okay, Hell Channel yeah. 10 posted up a trailer last week. We got 86 entire seconds worth of introduction to this man, Zave. I don't want to go overboard here, but how much is too much? This is the most exciting time of the year. Once mm. the show starts, I'm bored. Me Switch too. it off. Get Who rid of cares? It. Yep. But when I'm seeing... Jimmy's face on the back of a bus when Oof. I'm walking down the street outside my house. Yeah. And I get to take a picture next to that fella. Oh boy. Oh boy. Are we peaking natural curiosity? Are we feeling that sense of anticipation? And right. Look, I feel like a Jimmy expert already. I know you learned a lot from those 86 seconds as well. Lay it on me. Why do I look? I want you to try and contain <laughs> yourself. What are just the top seven things that you learned about Jimmy from this preview? <laughs> okay. So look. Uh, it's tough to separate what I have learned about these from what I can just sense and what I can feel because this is what everybody's talking about. (laughs) Can I break kayfabe for a second and just say, have you heard a single person say anything about this upcoming season of Bachelor? no. No, nobody cares. It's so insane. It's weird, but I also feel like I haven't been outside or talked to anyone in in two months. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. And also we haven't posted an episode for a while. True. People might know that, not know that we're aware that there is Bachelor. Here we uh, are. Hey, welcome back. Um, so, okay, number one, I want to say it is fairly important from what I can tell that this guy is a big, big, big small man. He's not very big. <laughs> He's a short guy. Uh, another thing is that he drives a plane. Um, I have not seen him in any other kind of vehicle, so I assume that he just drives one around. Drives one to work. Right. Drives um, one home. Yes. Um, and look, why should it stop there? Because there's probably more. Um, he's got arms. <laughs> <laughs> there was really not a lot in this trailer, was there? So we're talking about the one called First Look Meet Jimmy, right? That's correct, Which yes. if anybody wants to watch along, they can find it on the 10 Play website. It's probably, if you're listening to this podcast, it's probably being served to you uh, as like a dark post on whatever social media you choose. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. You will see it, I'm sure. Yeah. And uh, he he goes by First Officer Jimmy, which I think is kind of nice. It's got a charming mix of like formality and... Uh, you know, lightheartedness to Jimmy. And cop. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I didn't think of that. 
Great yeah. year for cops. <laughs> Huge year to be putting a cop forward. You know what? This is something that I couldn't stop thinking about is right now, the two of us, Max Quinn and Xavier RN, are in Sydney, Australia, a city that is currently in lockdown. Oh, yeah. We are about to start watching a show from our lockdown houses in which a plane driver does talks about his plane shit. Do you know what showed up at our house this week? <laughs> what, what showed up at your house? So, because of the nature of Danny's work, sometimes things show up from brands at our house. Sure. Most of the time, it's Danny like... Danny is a uh, um, QAnon <laughs> spokesperson <laughs> for Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Mainly, we get Q-themed cushions, mm-hmm. throw pillows, the whole bit. No, um, what what showed up was... Um, traditionally, it's like beauty products or um, a garments or Danny works whatever. in the beauty industry. This is in not, the beauty you know, industry, yes. right? Do you know what this week showed up at our house? A fucking suitcase. <laughs> really? That's Some a bit masochistic brand <laughs> was like, "Do you know what this woman needs right now? <laughs> a harbinger of the air. Pack for a beautiful trip to the lounge room. <laughs> <laughs> an all-inclusive paid, all an all-expenses paid trip to mm-hmm, mm-hmm. bed." The other end of the house. Mm-hmm. Perhaps Very the bad. bathroom mirror. Yeah. It is weird that we're going to do that. And the, the preview starts with a scene where an aeroplane... You remember those? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Thing? Yep. It's uh, so... so it's, can I just say, it's so yeah. crazy that all of last year, everything about this show was a reaction to the new coronavirus. Yes. Whether it was the you know, the forced lockdown stopping filming in the middle of Bachelor or whether it was the scramble to try and put together some kind of show on Bachelorette last minute. With Ellie and Becky. With Ellie and Becky and with very, you know, reduced scale and size and Mm. um, we didn't like it. But (laughs) there was no part of me... And it feels so naive. There was no part of me that thought we would still be fucking talking about it and mm. thinking about it and it would still be colouring this season. And the thing is, when this season was shot, when this season was put together, it probably wasn't quite as big of a deal Not as quite it feels as bad. like it is yeah. right now. But it's just the worst timing that this is when it's going to start airing. Yeah, and what's going to go on with a little... little um What do we call this? Little feeler out here, audience. What's going to happen with filming of The Bachelorette? Are we going to have to press pause there? I wonder. I wonder. Mm. Look, um, so there, there is this airplane. This is how the trailer starts. It is shooting out love hearts where the chemtrail should be. <laughs> um, is, oh, is yeah, because he's sitting, he's sitting in the front seat, but he doesn't have a co-pilot. No. This Do is you it. notice this symbolism? Mm-hmm. This is rich stuff. Yeah. He has, so, he has like a bouquet of roses, yeah. which I'm assuming he buys them all in one go, provides them himself, and also pays his own way and flies his own plane because of right. budget cuts <laughs> to Sydney where they'll be shooting. Right, And then right. he has to hand out those roses as they gradually wilt and die throughout the season. So we see him looking very luxe in his tux. We see also his entire fucking family, more on them in a second. Mm. A very little else, very standard batchy fare. This is what he says in this preview, okay? First thing we hear from him, I am very methodical. I like following checklists, reading manuals. <laughs> this is the foot that you chose to put forward. This is funny because 
when I rewatched this with Evie earlier this evening, my partner, mm. she was like, it's you. This is a Virgo <laughs> and it's you. <laughs> she read me to filth. I see, I see. This is the Tinder bio that you selected for Australian television. It is interesting, huh? Like, I mean, I, he probably didn't get first cut. He probably didn't get, like, director's approval of uh, of how this trailer came out. But it's like, that's not, yeah, that's not the best foot forward necessarily. I think you meant to say, like, I'm interesting. I right. love to laugh. I'm suitably convinced that the novel coronavirus is not an Illuminati psyop and instead a deadly pandemic. <laughs> Say any of that, it would be fine. That would be actually quite helpful to dispel instead, some stuff that's right, been going around. This is what we get. Let's break it down and read between the lines here. Mm. I am very methodical. What does that say to you? Um, he's a robot. I am boring. Yeah, right? it says he's boring. Yeah. I like following checklists. Mm-hmm. I will do what I'm told by the producers. Absolutely. Yeah, I already am. I like reading manuals. <laughs> Please do not expect spontaneity or excitement from me. Yeah, yeah. It's true. It's the opposite of what you want to hear. Right. It does not fill me with optimism, but what does is when he then says this. Mm. But when it comes to love, oh. there is no manual. Oh, it's all automatic, baby. <laughs> and listeners... A simple search of Amazon will disprove this entirely. <laughs> I'm looking on. right now at titles like, So That's Why They Do That. Men, <laughs> Women, and Their Hormones. <laughs> and also this one, uh, Growing Love in Christian Marriage 3rd Edition. Couples uh-huh. Manual Package of Two. You've got to get the 3rd Edition, because they mm. really figured some stuff out. Right. Uh, edition 2, n- not so much. It's I would not, say... Hopelessly out of date. Yeah. Yeah, um, and then also this one, I know you've read this, Zabie. For the love of pawpaws, a mini manual for growing and caring for pawpaws from seed to table. <laughs> yeah, that's my Bible. So If you look, open the Bible that I keep in my dresser drawer, it's just a hollowed out Bible, and inside that is pawpaw maintenance and treatment. Or yeah, we call it your dresser drawer pawpaw. That's right, my dresser paw. <laughs> There's another uh, so great look. one on there, which is called The Game, which I strongly <laughs> recommend. Great, great. Don't want to lose like it either. Barney Stinson's Guide to, like, Bro... What was that book? The Bro it, like, Code? Sold... Yeah, it sold, like... I could not find any data on the actual sales numbers of The Bro Code, but it is advertised as, quote, a New York Times bestseller. Open parenthesis, really exclamation mark, closed parenthesis, with more than a million copies in print all around the world. Copies. My high school girlfriend bought me a copy for Christmas. <laughs> Did you read it? I don't know. Look, I don't want to laugh at you. There was a big show at the time. It was a big show at the time. I feel like, plus also, there was something, there was such a thing at that time for, um, let me say me as a young man growing up in regional Australia, watching articulate men have emotions in media. You didn't necessarily have the best. Like the reason that we have this podcast isn't like we know better or anything like that. We, oh, didn't, God, no. we, didn't, we didn't have the best role models growing up. But I think we are now at a period where we have enough distance that we can be like, are these people on these Bachelor shows the types of people that we want to represent society as, as we see it? Right, these are our, um, not elected, but selected representatives. Mm, mm. And, uh, yeah, we've got, we've got, we've got thoughts. voted for the Bachelor? <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, we can firstly assume that this man is incapable of uh, using the internet. 
That's he continues. True. He's not. Yeah, he's not aware of any of the rich library of texts which he found with just a cursory search. <laughs> Love manuals. They're out right. there. Yeah. He says, I've got a really close family. My parents are madly in love and that's exactly what I want. I want someone I'd be proud to bring home to my family. Their opinion, my family, means everything to me. You are about to meet several people who you will be forced to bring home to your family. (laughs) Very hard to interpret. He goes on, uh, I stand here a single man, but hopefully I can leave here in a relationship. And I swear to you, I have never heard the premise of the show articulated quite like this. (laughs) He really is just fucking saying it, you know? Yeah, yeah. He's just absolutely stating the purpose of the program. We also get a glimpse of some of the women. We get there uh, in a minute with the Meet the Women preview sure um but just off the bat i'm really hoping for a year of great haircuts yeah you know what it's funny that you spotlight that because that that was most of my thoughts on the meet the women uh preview is like just interesting hair yeah totally like we see some curls we see these beautiful lush pantene pro v manes no joe bailey thank you Mm. um we also saw the uh shaggy cool girl mini mullet right yeah, look, there, I also there are a lot want to spotlight Jimmy, who mm. maybe maybe second only to Matt Agnew has the most Xavier hair, I think, of any of the Oh, bachelors. he's got an incredible quaff. Yeah, I love the just pile, you know? Yeah. Whatever whatever you would call that. Yeah. I have some more thoughts and and fun thoughts about Jimmy that came out of this second eighty six second preview. So we're moving on now to the second one. Let's move along. Yeah. So I obviously we learned a lot there, but I mean you forgot to mention that he flies his aeroplane, which has Rose chemtrails, through a cloud in the shape of a heart. (laughs) That feels like that's worth touching on. True, you're absolutely right. And how did that get there? It's a great question. Um Yeah. That kind of stuff doesn't happen naturally. (laughs) Think about it. Just asking the question. Yeah, exactly. I'm just putting it out there, you know. We can vote in the Instagram stories. Let me know what you think. Dear, dear. Look, Mm. this is our first chance to meet some four of the ladies who will be appearing on The Bachelor this season. And one of them, Xavi, is part woman, part machine. Did you see this? (laughs) Are we talking about the one who, uh, like a mermaid, the top half of her body resembles that of a regular human woman. But Mm -hmm. the bottom half is a uh, a massive metal machinery with also seemingly plants growing all over it. It does seem to be. Overgrown from decades of uh, misuse. Yeah, she's like an Animorph Transformer mid-transform. Right, yeah, exactly. Part woman, part crane, Lily her name is, and so she arrives on limo night and gets dropped into this whole opening salvo by way of a Big Dipper. She seems fine. Nothing to note with her, really, other than that she seems to have come into possession at some point in her life of an entire fucking crane. Yes, also a lot of um, hydrogen peroxide. Is that oh the one yeah, it's bleach. Yeah, it's bleach blonde hair. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's every second pass on this show. I'm not singling Absolutely. her out or anything like that. There is one moment that happened here that I want to spotlight that I don't know if you have in your notes because it feels like you're already almost ready to move on from her. Oh, I'm and not. This was. Oh, you're not. Oh no. Okay. Oh, please go ahead then. If Look, I wonder I... if we notice the same thing here. So my thing here is about Jimmy. What's yours about? Okay, mine is not about Jimmy. Tell me about what. Tell me about Jimmy. Okay, so the thing that I just want to put out an early feeler for, just want to flag this high up. I have a real suspicion that we are going to love 
watching Jimmy interact with other human beings this season. The edit is giving me weird politician shaking hands, kissing babies energy. Sure. The way that he tells Lily that her eyes are very blue and then just sort of keeps nodding his head as if what he has said merits a thoughtful response. Mm. Like, just something to watch out for and boring man expressive face. Yeah. Both a rare, wonderful bachelor archetype and also the name of my favorite iron and wine record it's <laughs> <laughs> really good max it's really good mm-hmm. hitting me square in the demographic bang um let me send to you a still that my partner evie took when we were re-watching this one um the image that she took is a little blurry because it's of our tv screen but i actually think that kind of helps um, it is of, if you listeners would like to get it up, it is 16 seconds into the first look, meet the bachelorette's, uh, uh, video. And I, I would just be curious if you could let me know what's going on on the left-hand side of that, uh, frame. Oh my God. Is that some kind of horse creature? It looks like a horse donkey, doesn't it? Is it possibly the discarded lower half <laughs> <laughs> of Lily? It could be. You know, bent could... over and leaning onto the grass. What is that? I have now learned from looking closer at a higher definition version that you can find on the template website. That is a full human woman. Oh, no. That is an entire human woman. But what possible reason could she have for being in frame? So a picture, if you're not looking at it... Uh, most of the women are standing at the top of a short staircase that leads into the bachelor mansion. They are overseeing Lily as she steps out of her lower half, uh, the contraption that has brought her here from the heavens above. And that is taking place on the right-hand side of the screen. And then on the left-hand side of the screen, also in the front, you know, not in the background, in the foreground, is a woman who is bent completely over. She's bent over as if attempting a cartwheel. Right. Almost like trying to, like her heel has dug into the ground and she's trying to like dig her leg out. (laughs) But it's unsubtle. It's there for all to see. And it made it into the cut. I'm so curious about what's happening here. I will keep my eye out for her. She has brown hair, a white dress with a big like seam up it. Well, not a seam. Oh, I thought they were blue jeans. Goodness gracious. Yeah, no, you got to, you got to. Oh, I see what you mean, actually. In the version I sent you, it's very low res. Um, but yeah, that'll be... <laughs> that's. You know what? I'm calling it. Whoever or whatever that is, it's my winner pick. I love that. Yeah. I really am excited ab- about that's that. That's the we- earliest I've ever put my uh, flag down, and I'm going <laughs> to stick with it. It's the woman bending over in the foreground. Truly, the I The woman who I should not be in shot. Guessing it is a human woman. <laughs> I'm waiting for evidence on the contrary. Um, but that was my highlight. <laughs> All right. Wow. Look, we really have spot, spotted a winner pretty early there. Yeah. We're also uh, now on our way to meeting Brooke, not Blurton, but someone else. Right. Uh, a mistake. Who, yeah. <laughs> a big mistake. Nice not try. Yeah. <laughs> like fucking good luck being the the Brooke that we think of when we think of Australian Batchy. Bad. Mm. Um, yeah. Look, she is though a woman in a lovely patterned dress and uh, she brings Jimmy Sri Lankan love cake. Now, she has extremely voluminous hair. Yes, this is she great. It's a great mane. Presents incredibly well. She is also given the little trail of glitter 
that mm-hmm. is added in post in a CGI sort of uh, touch, which is extremely unsubtle, honestly. Do you have any more thoughts about her? Well, okay, let me think. Um, she, well, she does a great job at extracting the cliche combo out of Jimmy, which is um, really, really good work from her. Mm-hmm. So she brings Jimmy the Sri Lankan love, love cake and... Then Jimmy says to camera, food is the key to a man's heart. Brooke's breathtakingly beautiful. I'm doing backflips inside. Mm. Bang, bang, bang. Great job. To be hot and also be carrying an item that he wants. (laughs) I also want to spotlight this and I don't... uh, It feels like murky territory, but I'm just... I, I feel as if this is a strategy. I don't feel like this is an inherent aspect of Brooke's personality. Or identity. I feel like this is a move. This is a, uh, a tactic, and I want to applaud her for it. But also, I think it's worthy of some analysis. Brooke is leaning into sexy baby voice. Ooh, in a very strong way. I don't know. There's every chance that it is. You know, they have taken a couple of bits of dialogue that have that attribute to them, stuck them together, and. Uh, she won't necessarily present this way when the show starts. But if you get a chance to go watch this first look, you will hear her do this voice that I don't know. Well, this feels Would murky. Would you care to demonstrate? Hey. Like, it's like, oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> like, it is. I don't want to reduce it down like to a like a gendered thing or something. Like a what? Babushka. Yeah, I saw like a babushka. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> but it is it is the sexy baby voice. I think listeners know what I'm talking about. Listeners do know. And I do want to keep an ear out for it with Brooke because it is a smart play. I think men, some people grown men. I think well, grown men are fucking stupid and they are looking for a lot of the time a infantile weak like small woman uh to you know i don't want to get freudian or anything like that but uh there's some there's some shit there you know yeah look it raises one prominent question for me zave and that's this is there a pedophile ring attached to the elite that run the world (laughs) oh we're gonna find out aren't we we are find out this season on the bachelor australia But okay, here's another question that this raises and doesn't need to. Is Jimmy daddy? He feels to me yeah. like one of the least daddy bachelors. Is Jimmy daddy? Listeners, we would <laughs> love to know what you think about that. Hashtag is Jimmy daddy. And then please tell us yes or no. Because I don't think so. And if you would like to, let me know. <laughs> let me know <laughs> for my personal uses. Let us know who you think is the daddiest of all of the Australian bachelors. Yeah, it's a great question. And in fact, let me raise this as a as a thought. Have they gotten progressively less daddy on a pretty solid downslope? Oh no. I guess um old mate from last year was was kind of daddy. He was pretty daddy. He's pretty daddy. I can't even remember his fucking name. Jesus. Lachlan. Perth. Lucky, yes. <laughs> Perth, you knew where he was from before <laughs> he knew his name. What's his name? Perth? Yeah. <laughs> But like Matt Agnew, Matt Agnew, uh, you know he's he's got he's got a lot of upsides, but he's not daddy. Nick no. Cummins, he's he's dad, 
but he's not daddy. <laughs> Matty yeah. J is not daddy. There's, you he's don't not think Matty J's daddy. I think Matty J could be daddy. Matty J has a child, but I don't think he is like capital D daddy. But when I look at someone like Sam Wood. Oh, okay. Anyway, but I want listeners to send in their reasoning. I want to. I want as much info as you care to give us. Uh, you know, reasoning. Show you're working. I'm curious. Look, I'm just going to post it as a poll to our Instagram followers. <laughs> okay, great. Before we post this episode, absolutely. Yeah, good and idea. This is um, yeah. This is this is for you, listeners, to mm-hmm. let us know, and we'll report back in. We'll talk uh, about the this episode next to come. Week. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, we're just asking the question. we honestly, we're just asking the question. Um, is that all for Brooke? That's all for Brooke. That's all for Brooke. There's also a woman named Holly. This is the uh, woman with the cool girl mullet that we spotted in an earlier preview. She mm. takes Jimmy off to the side for a wine bar date. Interesting stuff. I mean, when you get to pull someone aside for a little secret mini date, that is a huge leg up. Yeah, and, and it what means... it says is this person's going to be around. Right, and it also means the producers like this person and they will you know, acquiesce to their demand. Mm-hmm. Or they have organized this because they like her just sight unseen or from casting. Right, right, exactly. So it seems like this uh, could be a potential love match for Jimmy. We haven't seen someone who has done the, like, I'm going to take you aside, actually win the show yet. So mm. Mm, my money is maybe it's not on for Holly, but uh, I'm, I'm open to be proven wrong as I am every day. I have a feeling... Once a day. We, you choose one time per day to one be wrong. Yep. And you saved it up for me I and our listeners. That's mm-hmm. so sweet. Mm-hmm. That's for you. So welcome. Uh, Tough day for Danny. Uh, well, yeah, must have been. Um, I have a feeling she might get the first impression rose based on the strength of this night one play. Bingo. It's the it's her or it's the crane girl. Sure, the crane is hard to go past. Mm. Literally, you found a woman bending in the grass to get around it. Li- uh, okay, ready. Shout out also to Newcastle songwriter Lily Crane. Is that someone? I don't know. It truly is. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I played a show with her uh, six months ago, something like that. Um, Are they related? Is she half Crane? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's really hard to say that whether this Lily who comes in on a crane and Newcastle songwriter Lily Crane are related, but... Mm. um, Can I also quickly shout out mm. uh, Dr. Fraser Crane? Oh, yeah. Great. Thank you. That Mm. is... That's a really important... Yeah. Uh, Sadako and the Thousand Paper Cranes. I hope yeah, Sadako's going well. Yeah. Another great one. Mm, mm. Mm-hmm. So absolutely nothing there from Holly. And then a woman called Jay who does jumbo chess with Jimmy. So the Jay thing is interesting because I feel like Jay has the vibes of a traditional winner pick. Totes. And it's a little hard to quantify that beyond the the trimmings of... This is another thing where she's like pulling the bachi aside um, creating an impression, which means the the producers like her, and that Jimmy will spend a bit of extra time with her. She's also getting the like golden CGI glitter throughout her scene, which is interesting. Um, Jay lays out this giant chess board with giant chess pieces, like you would see in a public park or whatever. And I guess this is romantic. I can only imagine this would take like ninety minutes to actually play. I don't know what the goal is here. True. Maybe it's some kind of queen's gambit. I'm Maybe not sure. she's done the the two move checkmate. You know about that one? That's true. Yeah, mm. she could be that good. Um, but Jimmy describes it as really cute and authentic. What interesting? Is, what does that mean? Well, so she walks in and she says, "I play a lot of chess." Uh huh. Maybe he's like sight unseen. 
I'm confident that this woman plays a lot of chess. That feels right to me. I can mm. tell. I know a chess player when I see one. <laughs> As a pilot, yeah. I've met a lot of chess players. <laughs> I picture the pilot and co-pilot, and I don't know this, but I imagine it's the case. They just mm. kind of sit there the whole time playing like travel chess with each other. True, waiting true. Waiting for the plane to land itself. More of a backgammon boy myself, but... Oh, I love backgammon. Me too. We should play. Well, I would love to play some online backgammon. Yes. Okay. Um, well, look, we are... Uh... Before we get out of here, we have been playing some online games, Dave. <laughs> oh, that's true. Oh, what a segue. Uh, yeah, this is uh, a fun thing that's been happening. Uh, Max and I uh, did a live streaming show of the podcast. I guess you could charitably call it that. Uh, I uh, am one of the greatest people in the world at being on the internet. What am I saying? Um, no, no, straight facts so far. Hmm. Um, so I have been during pandemic times, I have taken to live streaming on twitch.tv and I don't mention this just to brag, (laughs) 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 but, uh, I came upon, uh, I'm going to rephrase that. (laughs) One thing that I have been doing on twitch.tv is playing video games of beloved properties uh adaptations of properties that i hold dear such as paddington bear uh babe the pig and so on and so on and i learned that there is a video game based on the bachelor this video game is based on the american series of the bachelor uh it came out quite a while ago i want to say like maybe five or six years into the american uh airing of the show i think before it had even begun to air here i think we were looking at like yeah mid 2000s yeah it looks like 2010 is when it came out Uh uh-huh so yeah the franchise had been kicking around for a while uh but it was not really in the form that we uh believe it to be now and certainly not to the level of popularity that it's experiencing in recent years uh Anyway, I decided it would be a good idea to get Max along and to play this game for the first time on stream. And we checked it out and it's fucking crazy. It's one of the most boring video games. <laughs> I mean, so maybe you can tell me some of your impressions from, of, of that evening. All right. I got to tell you, I drank four <laughs> gigantic beers. I also got really drunk. And I don't remember a lot about it other than that at some point along the way, we got bored of it and played a rat-themed Bachelor game, which was much better. That was great. Yeah, that was yeah. really good. The Ratchula. The Ratchula. There you go. That was that was a much better time. But to save you, listeners, the four and a half hours that it took us to power through these Bachelor want, games. the video is still up as at, at time of recording. Uh, we, yeah, you don't want. I got to tell you <laughs> Let's cut together a little highlight reel of just like the absolute best moments. Yep. So this is the combination of The Bachelor, the video game on Nintendo DS, Mm -hmm. as well as something else. Was there something else in the middle there? Do you mean The Bachelor? No, it wasn't then. Was there not a second game that we played? Did we play some of The Bachelor, the video game on Nintendo Wii? Yeah, we did. That's what happened. Then. So let me do it again. So this is a we super started cut. with Wii, then DS, then yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is a supercut of our reactions to the Bachelor, the video game on 
Nintendo Wii and Nintendo DS, and then also the internet video game called The Ratchula, which I don't remember uh, very much of at all, except <laughs> I feel like I was really good at it. Yeah, you did great. Thank you. Maybe he's right. Maybe QAnon is real. <laughs> the melody's so good on this song that I'm like, yeah, I'll fucking buy it, man. Hook, line, and sinker. You know Momentous programming. Truly some great stuff happened. Now, can you explain to me why we did that? Uh, <laughs> as an enjoyable activity to be shared by friends, mm, perhaps? That was it. It was. Bonding? It was really enjoyable, and we did bond that night. Mm-hmm. I will also say, look... um. I, I want to know why you then went back and set the world record for being the fastest person in the so world I, to play this yeah, game. I, so I did do that, yeah. Which is, <laughs> we kind of buried the lead a little bit, which is that I went back to the well. I had not had enough. <laughs> I said, I can't have just played this game for four and a half hours. I need to play this game for many, many, many more, more hours. Mm. Um, so I did. And eventually, um, I shaved down my time to just over two hours, and I am now the world record holder for uh, playing through all of the Bachelor. I, was it Bachelor or Bachelorette that I played? I actually can't remember now. This is a month ago. Um, it was Bachelorette. I was winning the hearts of such beautiful women as Diana Pappas <laughs> and others uh, on the Nintendo DS, and now I'm the record holder. Uh, it only feels right. I feel like the only person who has any right to challenge me would be you mm-hmm. uh, or perhaps one of our dear listeners. I would encourage the competition if anybody wanted to, but also I would discourage you from wasting your life the way that I have. Uh, but yeah, that was a real treat. And I wanted to thank everybody who uh, who tuned in and came along for the ride. Um, and if you want to catch me doing similar <laughs> if you want to try and stop me in the act of doing similar things, <laughs> you can follow me on Twitch. Um, I just bought a copy of Bratz, the movie, the game on PlayStation oh two, um, which I am hoping to set a record for. Um, I made the mistake of trying to speed run this game uh, before having played it through whilst not timing myself. Mm. And I got stuck. So I had been playing for about four hours and I realized I didn't know what to do. And I was like, well, what, what happens now? I can't stop. And so I, yeah, I mean, I played for probably another 45 minutes before realizing that the game had bugged. Oh my God. (laughs) And uh, I simply had to give up. Uh, But now I have it on disc. I think my chances are a lot better. And now I know the ins and outs of it. So, you know, I don't know, whatever. Look, Zave, I'm really excited to hear more about your exploits in Bratz, the movie, the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Based a on a episode. doll, based on a movie, based on a game. Hey, it's a it's a hair thing, it's a girl thing, it's a there's a whole lot of things going on there. There's no, that's trolls, isn't it? Welcome to the trolls world. <laughs> Listeners, we've gone off the rails. It is time to wrap things up here on the Bachelor of Hearts podcast. If you like what you've heard, please come and join us on the Bachelor of Hearts Osh posting facebook group as Xavier said it's a beautiful little community on that trash little social media platform that's what facebook exists for it's groups and marketing groups and groups and marketplace mm-hmm. thank you mm-hmm. um there's been some stuff happening in the u.s bachelor which we talk about a lot in there that is like a whole other kettle of fish we would have to do uh a lot more research and uh discussion to even begin to know where to put our foot into that but you can see us talking about and engaging with that stuff 
uh, in there. There's just a whole host of wonderful people who are also like us, just keeping their ear to the ground for people's haircuts and all that kind of stuff. More of that sweet, sweet. And we actually stuff. did come to Facebook to make Facebook friends. This is true. We did. We did come here to make friends. And yes. uh, that's the main way that we can you can engage with us. But we're also on uh, Instagram and Twitter at BOHpod. You can find Xavier at XavierRN. I am at Max Quinn everywhere you want to go. Please um, let us know, is he daddy? Look, we already have some responses. And I'm so excited, listener, to read them out on the very next episode. Thank you so much for joining <laughs> us. We love you Goodbye. is